Okay, let's get started with this year's Parshas Vayakel, Tavshin Ayin Vav, Parshas Shkalem. Today's shear is uh, sponsored in honor of the birthday of uh, Mrs. Edith Braun, our mother, a devoted listener to this Parsha shear, among many other shearim, may HaKadosh Baruch Hu give her the schus to enjoy many more years of good health and happiness together with her family. On Mea Ve'esrim Shana, Ba'ava Raba, your children, so we wish Mazel Tov, uh, and may she be zochet to listen to many more shearim, On Mea Ve'esrim. Okay, let's get started with Parshas Vayakel. We have every Parsha this year, as we know, uh, has its own Shabbos, being a leap year, and Vayakel has its own Shabbos, Bakude, so we will sp- focus on Vayakel, and hopefully at the end we'll have one thought related to Parsha Shkolim, which is the beginning of the process, starting this Shabbos, uh, the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh Adar. I'd like, just like to start with one Ha'ara uh, that is not on the sheet. That is not on the sheet, I didn't get to, to put it on, but it's about a tefillah. A tefillah that many are familiar with, but we don't appreciate its content or its uh, special place in the davening. And it is the, based on a Zohar in this week's parsha, Parsha's Vayakel. But we, well, we come into the Zohar, uh, the fourth line of the paragraph. But the beginning of the paragraph says as follows. The Zohar in this week's parsha, Vayakel. Omar Rebbe Shimon, as many Zohar pieces start. That's why we may suggest that maybe it was a Shem that wrote the Zohar. When a Sefer Torah is taken out, B'tzibur to read from it. The gates of heaven open. Hashem is so happy. He loves Klal Yisrael when they're ready to take out the Torah. And they open the Aaron and they're about to read from the Torah this unbelievable Simchan Shemayim. And it behooves each person to say the following. And now comes the part that we're familiar with. Brich Shmei. The paragraph that's in the Sidurim before we take out the Torah. Brich Shmei Demari Alma. If we look at the words of Brich Shmei, it's a Zohar in this week's Parsha Vayakel. Why do we say that? It's a beautiful tefillah. We have to use the opportunity. It's an ace ratzon. Every time the Aron Kodesh opens, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is very excited, Kaviyachol, that we are about to read from the Torah, and he says, okay, ask me. Daven for me. I'm listening. That's why the minog is to say this uh, piece of the Zohar at that time. First we give brachas, brach kisrach v'yasrach, blessed is your crown, your place, yehei re'usach imamach Yisrael olam, your ratzot should be with Am Yisrael forever. And we daven, and yehei ravakadok, the sorach l'nchayin b'tivu, arichas yamim, anav avda b'kida b'got tzadikah, I should be counted and numbered amongst your tzadikim, l'mircham alay, l'mintar yasiv, yas kodili, all good things. And then we acknowledge that he's the... He's the uh, leader, he's the ultimate leader, and we acknowledge that we don't rely on anybody else. Just HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not on angels, nobody. He's true. And uh, we finally end off by saying, Think about the words. We have to think about it. Please open my heart in your Torah. Well, I'm reading it from the original Zohar. We have a little different text. Fill our hearts with goodness. Why do we say that? But to think about it, it's hard Aramaic. But we have to realize that it is a tefillah that we have to realize the opportunity that a Kaddish Baruch Hu gives us every time the Aaron opens, every Monday and Thursday and Shabbos, that we get to talk to a Kaddish Baruch Hu in, in tefillah. So that's the Zohar, beginning of a Yakel, if we could be a little more mockpit on that tefillah, among all of the tefillahs 
Bez Hashem, it will go a long way. So, now let's get to Parshas Vayakel. So the Torah starts off this week's Parsha, Vayakel, Moshe. Moshe gathers us, Kol Adas Bnei Yisrael, Vayamar Alehem. Moshe gathers all of Kal Yisrael and says to them, Eila Hadvarim, Asher Tziv Hashem Asososam. These are the items that Hashem has commanded you to, to do. The Medrash at the beginning of the Parsha, we spoke about the Zohar in the Parsha, but the Medrash at the beginning of the Parsha is the source for any Shear on all Shi'urim on Shabbos afternoon. The Medrash tells us, it's the beginning of source number one, in the Yafkid Shemoni, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Aseilacha Kihilos Gdolos, right? Vayakel Moshe gathered. So Hashem says to Moshe, forevermore, for eternity, make gatherings, get together on Shabbos, Vidrosh Lefnehem Barabin, and give drushes, Hilchis Shabbos. Moshe, you gather them. What did Moshe talk? What was the first year of Ayakel Moshe? What's the what is he giving year on? He's talking about Shabbos. So Hashem says, you do it so that forevermore people realize and throughout the generations what they're supposed to be doing on Shabbos. So we're supposed to learn Torah on Shabbos. The Mishnah even quote, was supposed to try to be Mechadish on Shabbos. Come every, our Neshama Yisera goes up to Shemayim after every Shabbos, and they ask it, Shemayim, no, what you learn? So either we have to be Mechadish or learn something new to have something special that we got out of Shabbos. But the Medrash says that we have to get together and learn on Shabbos. Ask of Chaim Kenyevsky in the time of the Korah. B'tzarech Biyur. Lama dafka al hilchus Shabbos zen emar. To learn Torah on Shabbos. That's great. The Medrash Davka says Hilcha Shabbos. doesn't say anything. Davka Hilcha Shabbos. What's the message? Obviously, there's a kiyam of every day to learn about the day. On, there's, as the Gemara says, the end of Masechus Megillah, Hilchas Chag B'Chag. But is there something deeper about studying and talking and focusing on, on uh, Hilcha Shabbos? On Shabbos. The Yesh Lomar suggests the time of the Kra as follows. Kimo Shabbos Shabbos. Hamachalel Shabbos b'farhesya harei hu kagoy lechol dvarav umori devalo malin shaharei. If somebody violates Shabbos, Rachmanel Litzlan, and doesn't care about Shabbos and actively, publicly goes against Shabbos, kiilu machrish akadosh baruch hu lo bara haolam veitzorach lishmalo. It's as if that person is denying the creation, denying akadosh baruch who created the world and rested on the seventh day. If somebody doesn't have Shabbos, they're denying the edus that Shabbos represents, that we say by Yechulu every Friday night. If somebody actively is Machal of the Shabbos, that's what they are screaming. If that is true, then the opposite is also true. The more we focus on Shabbos, on Shabbos, the more we are announcing what we believe in. The more that we are recognizing that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the Creator, when I talk about a halacha on Hilcha Shabbos on Shabbos, that reflects my acknowledgement that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the Borei Olam, and He rested today, and that's why I want to figure out how best I can model my behavior after His. When we study Hilcha Shabbos together on Shabbos, when we talk about a halacha at the Shabbos table, that is announcing, that's being machriz, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Borei the Olam, 
And we are continuing in that way, not just Vayachulu. Whatever we do on Shabbos having to do with Shabbos is, is uh, reflecting that, that idea. The more we talk about something, the more it reflects acknowledgement and involvement. Right? I didn't give it to you, but the Rambam, at the end of Hilchus Shuvah, where the Rambam talks about Ava Hashem, the Rambam says, what is true Ava? What is Ava? Where, where, uh, how do you see Ava reflected and illustrated? If somebody is so involved and they can't stop talking about it, and it's, oh, it's on their mind, so that means that that's what I, that's what I believe in. That's what I'm acknowledging. The Rambam talks about this in terms of a relationship between a, a husband and a wife. And then he goes into the relationship between Am Yisrael and him, says the Rambam. Again, this is the climax of all of Hilchas Shuva, or even all of Sefer Hamada, the last few halachas of Sefer Hamada, Hilchas Shuva, the Rambam talks about Avas Hashem. He says, what is Avas Hashem? Sheyavas Hashem, Ava, Gedola, Yesera, Raba, Aza, Admaod. The Rambam says, when we love Hashem, it is a great, expansive, strong love. Admaod. It's always on my mind. I'm always talking about it. If somebody loves Hashem, so it's, it's in the mouth. Hashem, Mirz Hashem. Hashem's always around. In my mouth and in my life. It's like he's in, he's in, uh, right, lovesick. Literally. Just like when a couple is in love, when a couple is, they're engaged, they're getting married, they just talk about each other. And they talk about, not only to each other, but to other people. They can't stop because that's what they're involved in. And that itself reflects the love that they feel for the other person. Says Rechaim Kedievsky, that's what Shabbos is about too. When we talk about Shabbos on Shabbos, that's reflecting are what we feel, what we feel about Shabbos. The more we're involved, the more we can't stop talking about it, the more we, we acknowledge it, so that, that is a reflection, and that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing, and the source of all of that is the Yaakov Shemoni at the beginning of our parsha, Vayakal Moshe, when he is the uh, source, he is the Ma'asef, he is the one that gathers everyone to be able to learn Torah together, not just Torah, but to learn about Hilcha Shabbos together. Okay. Now let's get back to that first puzzle. Vayakal Moshe, as called Adas Yisrael. Interesting, the Midrashim note and the Achronim expand upon it. This is the only Vayakel in the Torah, in terms of this context of gathering all of Chai Yisrael together. Vayakel. Says the Nesiva Shalom, source number two, three questions. Question number one. After he quotes, go to line four. Yalkut Shimoni Mevi. Rabu Seinu Bale Agada Omrim Mitchilas Atorabad Sofa. Ain Baparsha Shinamar Barosha Vayakil Azos Bilvad. This is the only parsha that starts off with Moshe gathered everybody and then he spoke. There are other parshios in the Torah that we know was said to all of Kla Yisrael. Beginning of Kedoshim, Daber al Kaladas Bede Yisrael. Yes, but the term Vayakel must be unique. Question one, why Vayakel Dafka here? Question two, line seven. Od Sarach Biur. Omer Ela Hadvarim Asher Tziva Hashem Lasososam. These are the things that Hashem commanded you to do. What's the very next Pasik? Sheshus Yamim Teasem Elacha, Uvayoma Shvi'i, Yelachem Kodesh Shabbat Shabbason Lashem. So how do you put those two Pasukim together? This is what Hashem tells you to do. Keep Shabbos. Shabbos is usually thought of as not doing something. 
Why is it formulated as Eladvarim? What are we going to talk about? to do, but the point is not to do. So how does Pasik Bays lead up to Pasik Gimel in terms of what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants from Moshe Rabbeinu? Question two: Vari Sivam Khan Allah Shabbos. Right, that's question number two. And finally, question number three. Let's go with the Ramban's pshat, that, or you right, that, not only the Ramban, but it could even be for Rashi, that this parsha was said after the Chet Egel. According to Rashi, even Shrumet Tetzave was after the Chet Egel. But according to the Ramban, it goes straight. So, Vayakel is after the Chet Egel. Parshazu Namberli Yisrael Achash and his Pais Imama Kadosh Baruch Hu Al Chet Egel. Kamo Shapirish Rashi, as Rashi explains, Shaya Zelam Achros Yom Hakipurim Shiyarim Benahar. When Moshe came down with the second Luchos after being on our Sinai for 120 days, so he comes down on Yom Kippur, and the next day Vayakel starts talking to them about the Mishkan and Shabbos. Umashamer Lehem A Parshazu Miyad Im Ridato Yishlil Mod Shabbat Tamud Sod Hahis Paisus. The fact that this was what is discussed right after the appeasement, right after the forgiveness, the luchoshnios. There must be a secret in this parsha that has something to do with what just happened. What is it about Vayakel, about this parsha that we're reading right now, which is about Shabbos and the Mishkan? What is that? How does that act as a kapara, as a connection, as a segue from the from the Chet HaEgel. The Yeshlomar, Mao, line 15, Mao HaKoach HaZeh, Shehevi Lepius, Achar Chet HaZeh, Shenemer Olav Anachata Amazeh Chata Gedola. Such a terrible Chet, which we're, right, paid so, so uh, deeply for. So what is it about the Chet HaEgel, which leads into the Vayakel about Shabbos and the, and the Mishkan? So again, three questions. Why the Vayakel? What's the La Sososam, even though it's not about an Asiyah? And number three, what about the Pius? How does this connect? The Yeshlomer, he says, maybe it's based on a Noam Elimelech. Velimelech Miluzhensk. Lines 18. The Yeshlomer, Inyan, Apima, Da'amar, Vesefer, Akodesh, Noam Elimelech, Reish Pashas Dvar. We know there is a custom, mostly amongst Hasidim, to say a little prayer before they do a mitzvah. The Nod of Yehuda was vehemently opposed to this. Okay, but it is the minog of Sami Klal Yisrael. But the Lashon that is said, part of the Lashon is, L'Shem Yichud B'Shem Kal Yisrael. In the L'Shem Yichud, there is a connection to all of Klai Yisrael. And the question is, what is my mitzvah? What is my lulav have to do with Klai Yisrael? That's the question. Ask the Noam Elimelech. Shepakal pam, sheyehudi osa mitzvah, harimafari, sheosez os b'shem kal Yisrael. What does that have to do with Klai Yisrael, the L'shem Yichon? Umivair, says the Noam Elimelech. Let me explain. As we know, an individual has difficulty. It's impossible for any one Jew to do a mitzvah. As Shlomo writes in Goheles, nobody's perfect. 
I have a stain on my limbs. I spoke Lashon Hara, and then I'm going to turn around and bench and talk to Hashem. I stole something, and now my hands are going to do mitzvos. So I'm stained. I'm pagum. I come to Hashem. I am stained. Nobody's perfect. So how can I approach God in doing a mitzvah? Achain says the normally Melech. Yeshna Olam Shenikra Kal Yisrael. We each live in two planes. We live on an individual plane, but we also live in a Kal Yisrael plane. We live as part of a nation. We live as part of the sum, and not just apart. Sheba Olam Azesh Al Yisrael. If we can connect to the Olam called Klal Yisrael, Ein Magia Shemchetu Pesha. Klal Yisrael is always perfect in Hashem's eyes. Individuals have problems. Hashem has a promise with us. He will never break the connection to Klal Yisrael. Individuals that sin, He will. Because that's an individual. But if we could connect to the Klal, so then, that's different. Bebechinas Ma'sha'amar HaKasu V'yamech Kulam Sadiqim. What do you mean, Kulam Sadiqim? We're not all Sadiqim. Yes, as part of Klai Yisrael, we're all Sadiqim. Shekasher V'yamcha Kulam. Kala Klai Yisrael Mu'uchad Yachad. When we're together, as I Kulam Sadiqim. Kiachatoim, line 31. Misyach Zimrak Liachidim. Sins relate to the individuals. Even sins of many relate to the individuals. Shekol Prat Chote Bifne Atzmo. Ach Bechlalas Yisrael Einchetu Pesha. Right, there is no, there is no stopping Klal Yisrael as a whole, and that's exactly what Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe to tell Am Yisrael after the Chet Egel. Everybody was nervous. We're finished. We're done. No more Egel. Nothing. This was the Besora Tova. This was the good news that Moshe told Klal Yisrael. From Hashem, Ki Hakadosh Baruch Hu Neater LeBakashaso Shecheto Egel Lo Yisyachis Ela Klal Yisrael Lios Nechshav Shahaklal Chata Ela Kechetsho Kol Yachid Uprat Bifnei Atzmo. Is this going to? What did Moshe do? Hashem says, "I'm going to destroy them and I'm going to build a new nation through you." Moshe says, "Mecheinina, not interested in that." So what? What changed? What changed? Why does Hashem keep Klal Yisrael and only punish individuals? Because he decided. He's going to look at this sin, even though the whole Seber did it. He's going to look at the sin as a sin of individuals, not the sin of its Seber. And the Seber is still perfect in God's eyes. And that's the Koach that allowed Jewish history to continue. If the Klau would have sinned, we would have had to become a new Klau. Hashem would have had to destroy us, Chas Shalom, and start again. But because Hashem, Moshe's tefillah, changed HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, can't say that, changed, but the, the affected the perspective that Hashem, the Midas HaRachamim, came into play and he looked at it as sins of Yechidim and not the Klau, so Hashem forgave Klau Yisrael. And that's exactly why, says the Nesiva Shalom, our parsha starts off with Vayakel. Vayakel Moshe, going back to question number one. Why is this the only Vayakel in the Torah? 
because this is an, an, an answering question number three. What does this dafka have to do with the hemshach from the Chet Egel? Because this was the secret of the forgiveness of Chet Egel. Zeo vayakel Moshe es kol adas b'nei Yisrael. Shehodia lahem, second column. Es achidish hazeh sheish olam shel klal Yisrael. Asher l'sham lo higia hachet. There's a perfect world. There's a perfect world of na- of the nation. Am Yisrael. And you know what that nation, that nation, when Hashem thinks of Am Yisrael, you know what he thinks of? Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, David. Look who our forefathers are. Individuals, it's us. We have, we have, we all, we all have faults. We all have problems. And we can go up and we can go down. Klal Yisrael's connection to HaGadosh Baruch Hu is forever. And that's exactly how it connects and his kapara for the Chayta Egel. The Alpizel line six now. F Shalomar. Based on this, says in Asiva Shalom, maybe that's the pasuk. Vayomar lehem Ela Hadvarim Asher Tziv Hashem Lasososam. Tekoy Alva Yakel Moshe. Vayakel, and then we have Ela Hadvarim. We say Lasos. What do you mean? Shabbos is about not doing something. Not doing something. Zos Tziv Hashem Yisbarach Lasos. What's the kapara? She Yisach Du Yachtav. The Kehilo coming together. That's an Asiya. And as we said, you do that on Shabbos special. The kapara could come when we are connected with each other. And he even says, maybe that's a deeper meaning of the Gemara of Zara, which Brother Shem will get back to later also. Line 14. B'nai Yisrael sin. We think about it. The Gemara is bothered. Right after Matan Torah, this happens. It's like unfathomable. How can this happen right after? So the Gemara says, Lochata Yisrael, there was kind of, not siyata deshmaya, but maybe a lack of divine protection that allowed Kla Yisrael to fall so, so quickly, right after. That's the Pashtus, but says in the Shalom on a deeper level. Bnei Yisrael sinned, Lahoros tshuva, Larabim. Larabim, meaning the tshuva was because there was a rabim. On that level, and the more we connect to each other, the more it can uh, we can be zoche to the purity of that relationship with Klal Yisrael. Right? There are so many sources that talk about The more we do for Klal Yisrael, if we work on behalf of the tzibur, then we are zoche to more of that purity, more of that zuchus. Of Tzibur, of of the connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, not only only our personal connection, but through through the Tzibur. And he ends off by saying, and that's exactly the topic of the two mitzvos of this week's parsha, Shabbos and the Mishkan, as we have had line thirty one. Of course, Shabbos is personal. Yes. But there is definitely an element of Shabbos that is Klal Yisrael oriented. As we know, the Medrash, the Medrash tells us that Shabbos came to HaKadosh Baruch Hu complaining. Line 35. Every day has a pair. Sunday has Monday. Tuesday has Wednesday. Thursday has Friday. And I'm all alone. Hashem says, don't worry about it. I'll give you a zug. I'll give you a pair. A match made in heaven. Klal Yisrael. Klal Yisrael and Shabbos, that's the ultimate marriage. Knesset Yisrael, Mashi Yehudim, Kansim Yachad, Ba'achdus Halavavos, coming together. Shabbos is about a Klal Yisrael coming together. That's the Vayakel and obviously the, obviously the Mishkan as well. Um, that is what, that's what the message is. And then he just continues, turning the page. 
He has two other applications where we see this. Two other applications. And that is, if we look on line 23. Why is it that the Egel Hashem was able to forgive? Right? What happened? A couple thousand Jews, the Eber of Rav, according to Rashi, they were killed. But most of, we, we continued. Miraglim? No. Weren't forgiven. Everybody had to die between 20 and 40. Why was the Egel easier for Hashem to forgive, so to speak, than the Miraglim. So, various suggestions. Given the Meshachach has one suggestion in B'Shalach, which we've touched on, but says the Nesiv Shalom, you know why? Because the Egel can be looked at as personal, individual Averis. About Azara. Miraglim? It was a national decision not to go further, to be scared of, to reject Eretz Yisrael. So that's the difference. Right, HaKadosh Baruch Hu couldn't look at it as an individual chataim. And that's how we continued by the earlier chait. That's the difference between the Miraglim and the chait ego. And they even says, line 29 now, and maybe that was a problem with Korach also. He's quoting a lot of different stories, but it's all the same idea. What did Korach say? Korach denied this power. What did Korach say? Why did he say that? Ada is a tzibur. Ada could be looked at as a singular unit. Why did he say No, kadoshim. Each individual person is kadosh. Karach, that's not true. Right? There are personal faults that people have. Kala Ada is not kadoshim. The Ada is kadosh. In a singular way. But not kol ha'eda kulam kedoshim. Korach kafar ba'olam shal klal Yisrael. V'savar ki kol echad mi Yisrael u'yachad la'atzmo. Ve'nechlolam yachad. He thought that each one of them is unique. V'zeo ma'ashatan ki kol ha'eda kulam kedoshim. That's what he, he complained. Ach ein b'chinas kol Yisrael ha'machedes es kulam. Right, he on the surface was say, telling everybody come together. He gathered the 250 men he get, but really he was not about achdus. Because he didn't believe in the ultimate power of the sum. And also, Shloshim Yom Lefnei Achag, line 41, Purim. It wasn't only Korach, it was Haman. What did Haman say? They don't have that power of the nation. They don't have that connection. Shein Metziah Shoklalos Yisrael. Va'ataz Mordechai Ve'ester. Kenosis, Kol HaYehudim. Gather everybody together. Lehikahel. Vayakel. Lehikahel v'la'amod al-nafsham. You want to know the power? Be it Sibur. Come together. Sheyefshar ha'yel ha'amshech ha'yeshua v'la'amod al-nafsham. Achar b'kamam ke'elu. We were nanami sudosh al-achashveros v'chulu. We had to come together in order to be zochab to that, to that power. And he says at the end also, that's the power of Pesach. Pesach is Nechel B'chabura. Everything to do with Geula has to do with this power of Klal Yisrael as a whole. And the more Klal Yisrael are unified and connected. It happened after the Egel. It happened Purim time. It happened Pesach time. We had a Nechel B'chabura. So this is the power that we have to merit the Zechus of, of Klal Yisrael. Okay. Moving right along. So we spoke about Berach Shemei. We spoke about Vayakel, and we spoke about Shabbos and the Mishkan a little bit. Let's move on to Pasuk Beis. Second Pasuk. 
Sheishis Yamim, Teaseh Belacha, Uvayam Ashvi, six days, work shall be done. We darshan from there that it shall be as if all my work is done already when Shabbos starts. Uvayam Ashvi, Yelachem Kodesh, Shabbos Shabbason Lashem, Kala Oseb Belacha, you must. By the way, some people think Yom Kippur is Shabbos Shabbason. Shabbos is also Shabbos Shabbason. Right, not only Yom Kippur. Shabbos right here is called Shabbos Shabbason Lashem. Why is this here? Why do we have to have Shabbos? Again, next to the Mishkan, so as we know, one message is that we learn the Malacha Shabbos from the Mishkan, but Rashi here quotes another idea. Sheishas Yamim, Hikdim Lahem Azhara Shabbos, Litzivoy Malachas HaMishkan. Why here does Shabbos come before the Mishkan? Beginning of Kisisa. Shabbos came after the Mishkan. Shuman Tzavah was the Mishkan. Beginning of Kisisa was Shabbos. So why is the order flipped here? Why does Shabbos come first? Lomar she'eno doche es hashabbos to teach me that building the mishkan is not doche shabbos. That's the halacha. That's why this is juxtaposed in the opposite order than it was before. Right? We discussed in past years another meshachachma. Maybe before the egel it would have been, but not for us now. Says the nesivus in the Nachlas Yaakov in his commentary on Chumash. He starts off quoting an al shechakadosh. Why is it that building the Mishkan is not Docha Shabbos, while Hakravas Karbanos is Docha Shabbos? Once we have the Mishkan, and we have to bring the Karban Tamid, we shecht it, and we burn it, and we skin it, and we do many Malachas. They're both connected to Avoda, so why is it only... Avodas HaMishkan is Docha Shabbos, but not Binyan HaMishkan. Lama Malachas HaMishkan lo titcha Shabbos, come over Karbanos. Number one, Beis Milas Te'aseh Kasha. Also, why does it say Te'aseh Malacha? Says the, says the Nesivs. Da'a Karbanos Hemaseh B'nei Adam. Are you so that we mention often? Karbanos are purely from man. Man as an animal. He dedicates it to the base of Migdash. He dedicates it to the Mishkan. He's makdash the animal. He gives of his own to Akadish Baruch Hu. He is makravid. The Kohen takes it for him and does all the avodos. Hashem says, what a Jew does is so special for me, it could even be Docha Shabbos. I'll allow that avodah to be Docha Shabbos. Masha'en Kain suggests the Nachlas Yaakov. Malachas HaMishkan. Shehu Masa Hashem. Yes, we build the Mishkan. But much of the Mishkan was also done by God. It was Hashem's house. He participated in building. Shakol Nasev Masa Hashem. Kamoa Menorah. We've learned. Shehishlech Osavo Eish. The Menorah. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know how to do it. Kiddich Siv. Teyaseh HaMenorah. V'chol HaMishkan. Rakamoso Nasa Koma Eila. V'masi Hashem. Right, we know it stood up, it didn't stand up. It stood up, it didn't stand up. Rashi quotes it, I think, at the end of uh, Fukude. Right, the Mishkan, the Aaron maybe didn't even fit into the Kodesh Kadashim. There's so much supernatural, so many supernatural elements and attributes about the Mishkan, it was a lot having to do with Hashem. So Hashem says, building my house, no, 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 Shabbos. Shabbos comes first. You're doing something purely for yourself, that's sure. Hashem's mochel on his covenant. But when it comes to a Jew doing something, Hashem is ready to be mochel. But if he's involved, Shabbos is Shabbos. V'kadosh Baruch Hu kava menucha la'atzmo, b'yom Shabbos, Hashem was kovea menucha. And 
I'm not, Mishkan has to do with my involvement. I don't work on Shabbos, says Hashem. And that's why the Pazakh says, This and that's what the Nesivas says in the Nachlis Yaakov. And we have had this often in various different contexts. HaKadosh Baruch Hu always puts HaKadosh Baruch Hu's covered first. We put HaKadosh Hashem's covered first. We know the Gemara tells us at the beginning of Masechah's Brachas that what does it say in Hashem's Artfilin? Artfilin? Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad. What does it say in Hashem's Tfilin? Kaviyacho, Mi Ka'amcha Yisrael Goy Echad Ba'aretz. Right? Who is like us? And that's why we say that Shabbos Mincha, when we come together with Hakadosh Baruch Hu in such an intense way, right? Say Yisrael. We talk about both echads, our being echad and Hakadosh Baruch Hu being echad. And the Kliyakar also says this in Parshas Matos, where Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to fight the war against Midian to take revenge for Bnei Yisrael. Nekom Nikmas Bnei Yisrael. Moshe turns around and tells Bnei Yisrael, "We have to fight Nikmas Hashem." Because Moshe is more worried about Hakadosh Baruch Hu's covet, the fact that Bnei Yisrael are downtrodden, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu is more worried about Klal Yisrael's covet. Right, both. Or finally, one other example: What do we call the holiday in the springtime? We call it Pesach. In the Torah, it's not called Pesach. In the Torah, Arab Pesach is called Pesach. Pesach is called Chagamatzos. Again, Rebbe Yisrael Bradichev says why. Because Pesach symbolizes God's greatness. He passed over. He protected our houses. And that's why we call it Pesach, even though that's not what the Torah calls it. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu calls it Chagamatzos. Because Matzah symbolizes our bitachon. Our bitachon. The basic, to become Jewish. To become the nation. When we left Mitzrayim, we needed. The, the, the basics. Alephes, emun and bitachon. Right? The basis of of being a Jew, being a nation of Jews, is to have that bitachon. And that's why Hashem calls it Chagamatzos. But that's why also in our parsha to answer the Ashok's kasha of why the Binyan HaMishkan is not Docheh, while HaKravas HaKabanos is Docheh. The other answer given by other Mepharshim is that once there's Hashras HaShchina, then Malachas are Docheh. When you're building it, there's no Hashras HaShchina yet. It's not, it's not done yet. So, another answer. Okay. Moving right along. When we talk about the Sukkim here, beginning of the parsha. Vayomer Moshe. So we spoke about Shabbos. Now we're moving on to the Mishkan. We also touched on the Mishkan, but now let us continue. Vayomer Moshe. Pasuk Dalit. I'll call Adas Bnei Yisrael Lemar. Zeadavar Shertiv Hashem Lemar. This is what Hashem told me to tell you. Kichu meitchem Truma Lashem. Take from you Truma Lashem. Kol Nediv Libo Yevieha Es Truma Hashem. Obviously, we've spoken a lot about these ideas in Truma Tetzaveh. Bayakalam Bakude is a repeat, most of it of Shuman Tetzaveh. We can't go a year without mentioning, just parenthetically, Rav Palm's thought that we always love to mention, and that is, what do we need these parashiyas for? Bayakalam Bakude. We know. Just say, they did it. We have to go through every detail of Bayakalam Okay, there are a couple of new ideas, the Maras Atsovos and, and others, but it's a repeat. Says Rav Palm, there's an unbelievable message with Bayakalam Bakude that we didn't get in Shuman Tetzaveh. And what's that? Rapam says, how often in life do we have plans? Do we have things that we want to do? 
We spoke last week about plan A and plan B. How often do we have things that we want to do? But that, plan B was about what HaKadosh Baruch Hu does. What about that we have plans and we don't do what we wanted to do? And we could have and we should have and we didn't. In all areas of our life, what we really want to do and it didn't work out. We take upon ourselves a resolution, Rosh Hashanah, and Hanukkah time we look back and it's not exactly how we wanted to do it. Says Rav that's the goblet of Ayakal and Bakude. Truman Tetzava is Vyasisa, 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 the command. Do this, do this, do this, do this. Vyaka Bakude, and they did it. Vayasu, Vayasu, they did it. What a chiddish. They fulfilled their plans. How many times in life do we not fulfill our plans? That's what Klai Yisrael did. And not only did they fulfill their plans, but they fulfilled their plans exactly. How Kaddish Baruch Hu told him, as it says many times in next week's parsha, Kasher Tziv Hashem as Moshe. So that's always a Rav to remember every day of our life, but especially when we talk about these parshios. So back to where we're up to. So Moshe tells all of Achal Yisrael, take Shumal Hashem, anyone who is benevolent of spirit shall bring the Shuma of Hashem, Zahav, Vachesef, and Achoshes, and it goes through all of the different materials that were, that were used. Asks the Ksav Sofer, why is it, if we look at Pasakei, there are two different phrases used, Truma Lashem and Trumas Hashem, without the Lamed. Why is it that first the Torah says, bring a Truma Lashem, and then, Yiviyah es Trumas Hashem without the Lamed. Says the Ksav Sofer, Yisod in Avodas Hashem. V'tzarachiyin, source number five, the great son of the Ksav Sofer. Tetchila Amar, right, the, the great-grandson, just last week, there was a, a Rav Sofer that was, that was Nifter here in Eretz Yisrael, fifth generation for the Ksav Sofer, right, one of the Revis. Uh, so says the Ksav Sofer. Tetchila Amar Trumas Hashem, V'shuv Amar Trumas Hashem below Lamed, why? So he quotes the Medrash Tanchuma, which Brother Shem will get back to also. When they were collecting Shkalim for the Mishkan, and when Moshe said, when Hashem told to Moshe, gather him after the Shekel, Moshe couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. What kind of Shekel? The famous Medrash, Hashem shows him a coin of fire. Mitachas Kisei HaKavit. Shows him a coin of fire. Says, we'll get back to what that symbolizes also. But now, let's see what the Ksav Sofer says. V'nirali, kishinem arbetam machzis ha-shekel v'lo shekel shalem. Why a half shekel? Why is it machzis ha-shekel? Famous question. And it's Parsha Shkallam this week. Alpim ha-shamru chazal pirkei avo says, tain lo mishelo. Give him, Hashem, from his own assets. Pirkeiavos tells us that really, whenever we give anything, we're really not giving anything because nothing is really ours. It's on loan. We are the treasurers. Kaddish Baruch Hu gives us something, but it's not ours. The content, the asset, is not ours. Hashem has given it to us, but it's really His. says the Ksav Sofer. If I give money to an organization, to a poor person, really, I'm not giving anything. I have less now than I had before. 
I had nothing of my own, and I still have nothing of my own. There is one thing, though, that I, that I could relate to myself, and that is the action. The Maisa HaMitzvah, that's mine. The content of what I use for the Maisa HaMitzvah, that's not, that's not mine. The only thing in a mitzvah that I can attribute to myself and give myself a little pat on the back about is the act. The Maisa HaMitzvah. That's mine. The gold and the silver and the tchelas and argon, everything they brought to the Nivas of Mishkan, they were giving something. In the middle of the desert. What, they had something of their own? They earned it? So all from a Kaddish Baruch The act that they did that's what was, that was with theirs. That's the message of Machsis HaShekel. Sheyedu, make sure they realize that it's really all mine, but they have their half, and it's a team. Avodah Hashem is teamwork. Staka specifically, Nidava to the Mishkan specifically, but also in general. Every mitzvah that we do, we're doing half, so to speak. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't understand. He didn't understand this message. Why Davka Machs is a shekel? Tell him to give a shekel. Hashem showed him a matbeya shal What does that mean? They only have half. One might say also, a coin, Hashem could have asked us to give other items. I guess money is the best thing because it buys things. But there's another element I might just add. A coin has two sides. It has two sides that are both valuable. A coin is made up of two sides. Most other items in the world are, it's just the item. A coin inherently has two sides. So even machsis, a coin that's worth machsis, a coin has two sides. That's the message. Everything we do in life is teaming up with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We can't do it without him. And that's why, explains the Ksav Sofer, that just because you're wealthier doesn't mean you should give more. As the Pasuk says earlier in Kisisa, we'll lay it for Maftir, second column, The rich man doesn't give more, the poor doesn't give less. There's no distinction. What's the difference? As it says at the end of Menachas. What does this all have to do with us? Back to the original question. Why does the Torah first in this Pasuk say Truma Lashem and then Trumas Hashem last couple of lines you give truma to Hashem. But really, you should know, it's not really giving him anything. It's trumas Hashem. It really, he owns it even beforehand. What's ours is the Misa. What ours is the effort. What ours is the Ratzon. The content, though, is Shalak Baruch. Okay. Moving right along. Moving right along. I think two more thoughts related to the Parsha, and then we'll... We'll end off with something on Shkalim. Perak Lamed Hey Pasuk Yud. Lamed Hey Yud. Tenth Pasuk in the Parsha. After we list off all of the items, the Pasuk tells us, V'chol Chacham Leiv Bochem, 
all of those wise of heart, Yavo'u v'ya'asu is kol Hashem. Should come and do all that Hashem commanded. So we, we had a thought related to this type of Pasuk back in Shuman Tetzaveh, right, where we spoke about the idea of yearning for Chachma, but here we'll go in a different direction. Says the Hadrash v'ha'iyun, Rabbi Levi, Hamusag Mitzvah, he's bothered by the beginning of the Pasuk, those Chacham Lev should come to do everything Hashem commands. It's not really a problem in the Pasuk, but he's going to give it a little more depth. Hamusag Mitzvah, Muvanoa Pashut, what if we talk about a commandment? When we hear the word, you are commanded. That's a very, I wouldn't call it harsh, but strict, you better do this. That's the language of mitzvah, of tzivoy. Something um, um, that we don't really fully understand. Mitzvah is most understandable used for someone who does not understand the mitzvah. It does not understand the great toeles that comes from those who do, who do it. Right? We are muhrach to do it. If somebody doesn't understand the mitzvah, so then it makes sense to use the language mitzvah. Because after all, this is something that I wouldn't have done otherwise. I am commanded to do it, and that's why I do it. But if I understand the reasons for the mitzvah, if I understand that a mitzvah brings me life, the yodea umevin hatoeles hamaruba shemagia measiyasa vahatovarav atzafunba, and I know and I realize the great gifts and the achievements that I will receive by doing this mitzvah. If I realize how awesome it is to serve Hashem, and I realize how every mitzvah infinitely gives me and enriches me, so then the word mitzvah doesn't really fit. Command, it's a matana. It's a hisdanut, it's a, it's a privilege. It's a zchus. There, should be, I should, there are 613 zchuyos that I have. If I understand it totally. I would do this anyway. Just like he says, let's say somebody's starving. Somebody's thirsty. Do you have to command him, eat? No! It's natural. Of course you're going to eat because you're starving. If I'm starving for mitzvahs and I realize that I need the mitzvah to live, to ultimately live in the full sense I don't even have to be told. I would do it anyway. As your Nafshu Yivi says, Rofi has a chole, a doctor has to tell a chole, take this medicine. Because it's not that I know how this medicine works, I don't understand this medicine. You tell me, okay, I'll believe you. That's a tzivoy. I command you to do this. But otherwise, if I would understand, it wouldn't be true. But says that Joshua Ian, that's true in the, in the conceptual sense. Ulam at the bottom. But those who love Hashem with all their heart and souls, yes, we understand everything. Hamitzvos turning over, Yes, we understand everything. Hamitzvah lo mipasat to elas amaruba shertagiyamehen kichaim him lo 
Rak mi chefsam lasus v'kaim ratzon Hashem asher yaker he etzlam ma'od. Why ultimately the greatest level, even someone who understands the greatness of the mitzvah and the toeleth and how it makes me a better person, they will ultimately do it purely because Hashem told me to do it. Even though I might have done it without the tzivui. But the greatest of our nation, they do it because HaKadosh Baruch Hu told me to do it. And that's maybe even the Pshat and the Pasuk in Dvarim, he says on line 7, Vayitzaveinu Hashem la'asos is kol ha'chukim ha'eleh, li'iraz Hashem ha'lokeinu l'tov l'anu chayamin l'chayoseinu kayom ha'zeh, Hashem commanded us to do all these mitzvahs, to fear Him, to be good for us, to give us ultimate life. But then the Pasuk continues, Utztaka ti'alanu ki nishmar la'asos is kol ha'mitzvah ha'zos, l'fnei Hashem ha'lokeinu, but what's the tzedakah for us? What's the ultimate level? When we do it as a mitzvah, as we were commanded. Kibbeemis mitzvahs have to be done because HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us to do it. Yes, to try to appreciate them. Yes, to realize it makes us better people. But ultimately because Hashem told us to do it. And he even says maybe that's a deeper idea of a Gemara in Brachis, which we all follow and have a practice to do twice a day. And then we'll wrap this up. The Gemara Brachas tells us in Afyid Zion, line 18, Amale Rav le Rabbi Chia, Lo Chazina le le Rebbe de Makawa la Malchashamayim. Rav says to Rabbi Chia, You know what? I didn't see Rebbe say Kriyashma. Or literally, I didn't see him being Makawa la Malchashamayim. He was giving Shear, it must be that he was giving Shear from Vasikin all the way for the next couple of hours. So Rav was bothered. When did he say Kriyashma? When was he Makawa la Malchashamayim? Omerleh, he answers him, Bar Pachsi, Bishah Shema You see, he put his hand over his eyes before. He looked like he was deep in thought. Mekabal That's the source for covering our eyes by, by Shema. He was covering his eyes. Ki Kabbalah suggests the Drash Maybe the message of that is we, our eyes can't be fully open for it to be Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim. Because if we think about it, it's not an all at all. It's amazing. It's wonderful. It's a privilege. It's a schus to be a Jew, to have so many mitzvahs to fulfill. Is that an all? All malchus shamayim? We cover our eyes, as if to say, I'm not doing this because I understand how good it is for me. I'm doing this because HaKadosh Baruch Hu told me to do it. And maybe that's the message of the Rebbe covering his eyes. So getting back to our parsha now, suggests the maybe that's what our Pasuk is telling us. Even those wise of heart that understand the secrets of every mitzvah and how it's good for us, should still come and do she'll still look at it as a commandment. Still look at it as, I'm doing this, not so much as a mishpah, but as a chok. Yes, I can appreciate it. But to realize that there's an element just to do it as a mitzvah. Okay. One final thought on Vayakya. If we skip a couple of psukim now, we go to Pasach Havav. We talk about those wise women. The Chal Isha, Chachmas Tavu, the women that, that wove and, and sewed. They brought all the sewing, Trelas, Agaman, everything. And all the women that had uplifted hearts, Asher Nasa Liban, Osana Bechachma, Tavu Asaizim. They sowed Tavu Esha'izim. The language used in the Pasig is they sowed the sheep, the goats. What does that mean? Right? The uncle says here, Ma'azya. That means 
an animal that gives off gives off um, wool. Rashi quotes the Gemara in Shabbos. He What they did here was an unbelievable uh, act, which was expertise. What did they do? What does it mean? They sewed the sheep. They didn't sew the sheep. They sewed the wool. What does it mean? They sewed the sheep. They sewed the wool while it was still attached to the sheep. This unbelievable chachma that they had. They didn't first, like we know in the Lamentas Malachas, first we have Gozes, and then we have, after that, we have Tove. No, they did Tevia before Gozes. Why? Why was that needed? Why was that such a great chachma? So, one Hashkafic, not really Hashkafic, one uh, Machshava answer, and one Hawachic answer. The Sorno, one of the great Rishonim, Sorno number 8 says, whenever you have something in its natural state, it's more pure and more undiluted. So there was something about the shine of the wool that was special and unique while it was still on the sheep. Laman says the Svarno, The more processing something goes through, it goes down in quality. Quotes honey, milk. Okay, we process it to taste good also. But he says there's something about natural, straight from the blank, straight from the source. So that's on a more machshava-ish type of level. Rabbi Yonasan Ibeshit says on a halachic level. Says the Tiferes Yonasan. Veniratam. Rabbi Yonasan Ibeshit has many different svarim on chumash. Veniratam. All the women wanted to be involved. All the women. What's the problem? Some of the women were tame. Well, it's not fair. All the work's going to be done already. And they're tame, they can't take part? Ah. Leave it attached to the animals. An animal, while it's alive, is not makabal toma, and therefore even a woman who is tameh would be able to participate in the melechas hamishka. Rabbi Yehudah Okay. So let's end off tonight with a thought on shkalim, the beginning of the process. Shkalim is really the beginning. We know Pesach is the beginning of the process. Right, as it says in the Torah, Pesach Shuasukis. But what starts the Pesach process? Shkalim. That's it. This is the beginning of Shkalim to Purim to Pesach to Shvuas to Sukkis. The whole, the whole cycle of the year starts with Parsha Shkalim. So let's talk about it for a, a moment or two. This year we'll have a thought from the Elohim Moadir of Schlesinger in source number 10. 10 and 11, it goes over. Harbe Ptamim Namru Lamadavka Machsaza Shekel. Why Davka Machsaza Shekel? Why Davka the half? And how is it, as the question that we asked before, how is it related, Chazal tell us, on line 3, What is it about Machsuz HaShekel that connects and is Machaper for Chet HaEgel? V'yachin, line 6. Chet HaEgel, Haya HaChet, HaChamur B'Yoser, She'ira Ba'am Yisrael. The Chet HaEgel explains... The Elohim Moadai, it was an unbelievable Avera. Ad kedei kasha chazal b'medrash tiaru oso b'mashol akala shemizana tachas chupasa 
The Medrash, it's a Gemara also. The Gemara tells us it's like a woman under her chuppah who runs out and is mezana. That's what we did by the, we got the Torah and then we, and then we were not faithful. Mamish, we haven't left. We were still by the mountain. It's unthinkable. It's unfathomable how this chet took place. At this unbelievable defining moment in history, the goal, the final point of, of uh, you see us Mitzrayim, we, right, we, we sinned, he says, it's a bechina of a gam lichbosh, it's a malka imi babayis. Right, as uh, Achashveiro screamed at, screamed at Haman. We can't fathom it. But says the Elam Moadai, there's another unfathomable that took place right afterwards, or at the same moment. And that is, Shviras Haluchos. What was he doing? Hashem didn't tell him to do it. Moshe did this, we know. Moshe did this on his own. He takes the luchos, the goal of everything. The one thing we have that Hashem, that Hashem wrote. Right? Etzbelokim. And he takes it and he smashes it. Line 16. Asher alkein gam nasekana de Moshe Rabbeinu adavar achinora k'moshviris haluchos. 40 days and 40 nights. He argues with the Malachim to finally receive the Torah. As we know. They give in. And he waits. And he's there for 40 days. And he, he comes down. Just put him away. Wait, no! He breaks the luchos. And with the breaking of the luchos, he seemingly at that moment broke all hope. What? They weren't going to have a Torah. For no more Jewish history. It was shattered into pieces. So we think about these two events, they're both unfathomable and hard to wrap our, wrap our, wrap our head around. The Egel itself and the, what happened afterwards, the Shvir Saluchos. So what exactly is the message? Says the Elohim Moadai, related to the Gemara we mentioned earlier, but going in a different direction. Line 26, Amr B'Shu Ben Levi, Lo Asu Yisrael Asa Egel, Aloliton Pischon Peh, Lo Baalei Tshuva. Not exactly the same Chazal, but the same idea. B'nai Yisrael, yes, they violated. But if you think about it, the many point this out, if the whole nation worshipped Avodah Zarah, then why did only 3,000 of them get killed? And uh, everyone else, they they had a stern talking to, but not. Chazal tell us, yes, they did the Egel, but Hashem was also orchestrating the events behind, not Chas V'Shalom removing the Bechir Chavshis, but maybe making it easier to sin. What does that mean? Rashi says there in Masechus of Odezara, Klomar, second to last line, Giborim v'shalitim b'yitzramayu. They were strong. They were they were dordea. Floi aroi lizgaber yitzramaleim. It shouldn't have happened. Elixiras hamelachaisa, but Hashem was goes there decreed liton pischon peh lebali tshuva. Nobody ever in the history of the world should ever say it's too far gone. There's no hope. We can never come back. What about Cheta Egel? It was Mamish Akala at the Chuppah, and Hashem forgave them. Nimsa Lefizeh. If we think about it, that it was all from Hashem. It was all from Hashem. Yes, some people had to die because they were the instigators, and Hashem didn't remove the Bechira totally. But, if this is true, now he says, let's get back to Moshe for a second. 
Lama Moshe Rabbeinu Shavar Asaluch, Shibir Asaluchos. In Machola Inyan Akasha, Hazel Haisa Yan Machu Venis Milamala. If it was all from Akarish Parachu, so why did Moshe have to break the Luchos? Says the Elohimoadai, three words. Three words from a Pasuk in Micha. Kinafalti, Kamti. Because the message of Shuva is total falling flat on our faces, total losing hope, and then coming back up. When I sat in darkness, Hashem made me made light for me. As the Medrash says there in Tehillim, line 11, The nefila is what I then used as a springboard for my kima. That helped drive me up. And that was part of the process. Moshe Rabbeinu saw where we are. But as part of that process also, did he know, did he not know? Maybe he felt that if they're coming back from this, it's going to be a state of no hope and they're going to have to really, really dive in and want it back. And he breaks the luchos in this case. Shafilu to help teach us with all the yeyush and with all the lack of hope. Shafilu mechid kolka chomor. Shafilu minifilu kolka kosha. Ach yesh tikva shuva. There's always shuva no matter how broken someone is. Right? Ba'alakam shabali shuva omdin. Right, ain't sadigam gemurim yichol and he says that's also, as we know, the end of the Torah is connected to the beginning of the Torah. The last words in the Torah. What does Rashi say at the end of Parshas Osabracha? The last passage talks about the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu. We've spoken a lot about that Rashi. Shviras Aluchos. The Shviras Aluchos leads to Bereshis Barlokim, new beginnings. When there is destruction throughout history. Throughout our history, destruction always preceded great Geula. That's what happened in Jewish history over and over again. And suggest the Eleh Moadai, maybe that's another message of the Machsis HaShekel. Why Machsis? How is that connected to the Chet Egel? You should know that even if you're broken, even if you only feel like half, you feel like a Shever Kli, right? that's, that's exactly, you could come back. You could give that to the Beis HaMikdash and it could be part of the of the Karbanist Seaboard. As the Kutzker says, there's nothing more whole than a broken heart. Right? Machsis HaShekel. Bro- a broken Shekel. A half a Shekel. Because that's the message of, of that's the message of our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, Of the Chet Egel and the Mishkan. And life. Because as we mentioned before, So we could only give a half, we could give a Shever. And that's enough to teach me that uh, we must always move on, we must never lose hope, and whether something's happening to us individually or nationally, no matter what stage of Jewish history, we have to, though it's hard often, and at times, we have to daven with siyata deshmaya, with bitachon and emuna, that Ben Hashem, we should be zochah to fulfill all of our potential, and for Klai Yisrael, as we mentioned before, for the Normandy Melech, for all of Klai Yisrael to fulfill their potential. Okay, again, today's Shia was sponsored in honor of... I'll read the, uh, I'll read the uh, dedication in honor of the birthday of our mother, Mrs. Edith Braun, a devoted listener to the Parsha Shir, among many other Shirim. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu give her this chus to enjoy many more years of good health and happiness together with her family. And may have Esram Shana, Ba'av your children, Mazel Tov, and Hashem. Next week we pick up with the final Parsha of Sefer Shemos.